hi. It's Leslie and Tanya for our 13th episode. Ooh, should we even do a 13th? Maybe we should skip a number. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> 13 is such an unlucky number. <laughs> so maybe we should like just call it 14. We could. No, that's okay. It's our 13th episode. And, you know, last time we talked about all sorts of different um, things and culture and um, diagnoses and things like that. And this time we're going to talk about diagnoses again in a different way. Um, I think we talked about veterans the last time. We did because we were talking about PTSD mm-hmm. and what that looked like. And right in the spirit of what the month is, the Suicide Awareness Month, we were trying to kind of hit the topics. And I think in the conversations that we had yesterday at this event and in and out of the car, I think it would be important to kind of, because we do say a lot, we say, hey, you don't have to go to a therapist, it's fine. But I think also, I think it's enough of a conversation to have about like, maybe not self-diagnosing. If you know something is wrong, go talk to someone to figure it out. Um, Because best case is probably not as bad as you think. But I think it's important to have these conversations with someone that does know what they're talking about. There's a lot of training that goes into it and a lot of hours, a lot of things you got to do. And there is a rhyme or reason for it. And, I, and for me as a therapist, to hear someone come in and self-diagnose is a little concerning and a little bit like disheartening because it's like they'll start the <laughs> they'll start the conversation. Well, I saw on social media. No, 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 no. Because that's only 30 seconds to three minutes of information that we need almost like hours and hours to really figure out. That's right. We were talking about this after the... Um... Fiesta we went to in in Fairfax, and um, it was all about Spanish Heritage Month. Um, And we were talking a little bit about how we we see so many people coming out self-diagnosing as ADHD or um, autistic or uh, BPD, um, you know, um, either bipolar or borderline. And and, uh, it's it's concerning because mm-hmm. there's so much misinformation out there. Uh, even if it is a well-known therapist, they can be talking about this for a minute, two minutes, up to 10 minutes on TikTok, for example. Um, but that doesn't give a full picture of anything. It's, it's, you really have to like go through the motions rather than just say, oh, that, that, symptom is familiar and I resonate with that particular symptom so that's mu- that must be what I have. Right. It doesn't work like that. It really doesn't right and I think this is where and I, I feel like this was an important conversation to have as we kind of close out the month of September because there are some things that people are going through and mm-hmm. I think if COVID did nothing else it really did not only cause this pandemic that we're still getting through but also like there's mental health stuff and there was it's because that's where I saw the uptick and people self-diagnosing like, well, I heard this and this must be. No, no, no. We need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. We have I mean, even in therapy, we start off with one diagnosis and it's never that unbelievable to end in another diagnosis down the line. Like it's not one size fits all and people sometimes don't even know what's a problem. Until you talk to someone and figure out that it is a problem. So I think it's very easy for us to assume things. Things are allowed to, you're allowed to resonate with things. That is very normal. 
but it doesn't just stop there. There's so much more. And if that resonates, then maybe that's when you go see a therapist and you're like, hey, these things feel familiar. Can we talk about it? Don't come in saying I got this because I saw. Don't do that. Let's Mm -hmm. let's not do that, because I think that is too. It's a problem because then we're not really talking about what the real problem is. That's exactly right. I mean, there are so many people I know that have gone and apparently there's an ADHD test you can take online. And if you if you get the diagnosis from this online test, you can actually take it to a doctor and that doctor will then um, prescribe you whatever you need to be prescribed. That is dangerous. That is very, very dangerous. You know, you need to make sure that whatever online test you're taking is evidence based. Um, and but go talk to someone. Best methods, yes. yeah. And no matter what, no matter what diagnosis you have, um, you have to have something with any type of medication that you take. So even if it, even if you're not in a culture that you can go see a therapist or whatever, having a friend to talk to or having someone you trust to talk to while taking any type of medication is your best bet. I mean, this is in in other cultures or certain subcultures here in America too. Um, Now, if you are free with insurance and everything else to go see somebody, please do if you are looking for a certain diagnosis. And don't forget that it's really important to have Mm -hmm. those conversations. The thing is, with these self-diagnoses, since this is still September and Suicide Awareness Month, um, and I'm just going to flat out say suicide awareness. Well, I'm not going to be afraid to say, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, things can trigger people. Right. And anytime you self-diagnose, you can trigger yourself into thinking or believing something that's much worse than it might actually be. So please, if you're feeling some kind of way, we can we can put information down. I think we have in some of our other podcasts, like mentioning you know who you can text for mm-hmm. help or call for help or you know whatever. So please look those up. You don't necessarily have to talk to someone. You can text with someone if you're much more comfortable doing that. Yeah. Um, There's reach, a lot of services. Yeah. There's so many things that if you literally Google mental health resources, I mean, there's texting. There's someone virtually, there's a therapist. I just, as a therapist, obviously, I believe in the power of therapy. I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't, but it is very harmful. Like, you could cause way more damage by not really figuring out what it is. If you really are struggling this severely, you're not abnormal for it. It's just, what is it that you need? Because if you need medication, sometimes medication is the only thing that's going to get you through. And that, as a therapist, if that's all you could do, then that's all you could do. But you're still talking to a psychiatrist. You're still making sure that you're checking in with someone because if you're not ready to talk then you're not ready to talk. And sometimes talking does make it worse and that's fine. Stabilize yourself first with medical treatment and then come see a therapist. But we could say don't, you don't have to, right? It's don't waste your time if you're not ready because it won't work and you're going to feel disappointed in yourself in the process and you're not going to trust it. And that's fine. So let's let's give like a, a little tiny example, okay? Um, so the biggest one I can think of is maybe um, you're hearing something. You're hearing voices or 
um, something's pushing you to do something, um, and you look it up, you Google it online, hearing voices, and the first thing that pops up on Google is schizophrenia. So you automatically think you're now going through schizophrenia. Uh -huh. But the fact is, there's a lot of things that can can happen or, or that cause the same effect. Right. It could be medication that you're already on. It could be schizoaffective disorder, which is something different. It could be um, OCD. You know, we, we hear OCD quite a bit, and we all joke about it. It's a household thing now, right? Um, right. You know, compulsive disorder, mm -hmm. obsessive compulsive disorder. And sometimes with obsessive compulsive, you know what, I'm OCD. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, my tongue is like flipping over or something. Talk about OCD. It's crazy. But, <laughs> but, but um, I mean, sometimes um, anxiety, if you have too much stress uh -huh. or anxiety, or you have OCD with anxiety. There's so many different things and diagnoses that this can come from, but because, you know, the first thing that pops up, you, your mind automatically says, okay, I resonate with this. Right. Um, and it may not be that at all. And what you're doing is causing yourself harm. Your family may become wary of you. Um, you might get on the wrong types of medications. You might, right. your life might change because of this type of diagnoses. Um, and it, it's not, it's not helpful to you. Yeah. So please, if you're feeling any type of way. Yeah. There's a whole community out there. We were talking about community earlier. Look at, look at our TikToks. Both Tanya and I today yeah. went on TikTok and talked about community. It's just so important. It's you are so not important. alone. You no. may, you may feel alone, but you're not alone. Please reach out. Yes. Cause as a therapist, I literally say this all the time and my clients think I'm joking, but my whole career and my whole work is literally based off of people struggling. This is what we do. We don't have happy people coming in. We don't really have the good stuff until we get to there. And then that's when we can say, you know what? You're, we can move on from this. If there's not an, another goal, then you can take a break. Think about what's going on. Use your skills and move on. But there is a lot to be said about who you have outside of therapy. Because I also have clients that come in and don't talk about anything at any point outside of therapy. And then you come to therapy and then you kind of fall apart. And all we're doing is stabilizing. We're not doing any of the work. Okay. So Tanya, since, since you are working in the field at this moment, can you give another example just to kind of drive it home? About what? About someone self-diagnosing. <laughs> An example? Like, uh, like, I mean, not mentioning names or anything, but maybe you have a client that tried to do it with, I don't know. Oh, I've had, I had a lot of teenagers when COVID first started, TikTok got super popular. I had, it was a span of like in a month, I had two or three clients. These are teenagers. We had a phone call and they're like, I think I have BPD, which is borderline personality disorder. Mm, no, you do not have BPD. Well, it's my emotions that I can't regulate. Well, that's not it. That's not it. Well, we'll have trauma. Again, that is a good foundation, but it's not it. So we had a, had a whole conversation about how to bring out the DSM, which is our Bible that we read mm -hmm. with criteria. And that's how we diagnose. And I had to read it through them. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, you don't. 
But then some of them were like, no, I have all of that. No, you don't. Like, you're just saying yes because for some fucking reason, you want this to be true. And it's, I don't understand it. I'm like, nobody wants to walk around with BPD. Nobody's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I got a borderline personality. I know it looks one way on social media because that's also been one of those pop things right now where everyone is talking about this narcissistic personality or borderline. And it's become almost... I hate saying this because it's not fair, but romanticized. Like, you don't really know what people are suffering when they have these things. Because it does come from trauma, as all personality disorders do. But it's so, like, it's not fun to be like, yeah, I got borderline personality. Like, people are literally stuck in their heads and do not know how to externally deal with things at all. And then you, and then people just want to walk around saying this. I'm like, it's not glamorous by Mm -hmm. any means. And these kids, like, it was driving me crazy when COVID first started. I was like, yeah, you got trauma, but it doesn't mean you got PPT or even narcissistic personality. It's very frustrating. As a therapist, I hate people come in, want to go high. And I'm like, we start an adjustment. If there's nothing overtly extra that we got to talk about. Attachment. Yes, that's where we start. And these kids yeah. want to fucking go all in in personality. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's not just kids. I mean, we as, oh, no. as adults also go on and yep, we try and go on WebMD or we try and go on oh, WebMD. I know. We try mm-hmm. and you know try and figure out things um, that right. we're feeling um, t- to try and decide you know what's going on with us, and we have this preconceived notion w- if we do talk to somebody. Right. Uh, culturally, this may be this looks completely different. Like on an Eastern perspective, this looks completely different. I mean, you know, people may demonize somebody, um, Mm -hmm. you know, for going through something that has some totally to do with, you know, stress and anxiety. Absolutely. But unable to name name that as such because it isn't even in their language. But um, the best thing that you can do is find a community. And there are yeah. plenty of communities out there. Even on TikTok, there are communities out yeah. there. There's some good ones. Just um, don't jump to conclusions, please, as right. a therapist. Just be safe. I, If you are struggling this much and you don't feel safe within your body, go to the hospital, go to these mental health resources, and get the help there so that somebody can tell you what's going on. If you have no idea but you know something is wrong, again, advocate for yourself. You just have to be ready to say, hey, I don't feel safe. I don't have this. I don't I don't know what's going on because you're not supposed to. This is why we go through the schooling and the hours and the trainings and the exam for this stupid license. It's a lot of fucking. (laughs) I hate that exam. I have PTSD from it. I couldn't tell you how I took it. I blacked out, dissociated completely. And I never want to go back to that. I <laughs> I drove all the way to Richmond and I never do it in my life. Nope. <laughs> not at all. I got a lot of stress from that. But I promise you, it is not that difficult to find someone. No matter just, where you are in the world. No, it's just, just yeah. I, if you don't feel safe, there's a reason. Just find help, please. And if you don't speak our language and you're using some sort of translation, you know, device or whatever to understand what we're trying to say. You can use that same device, and we can use devices as well, right. you know, to get you to the right place. So don't think that language is a barrier. It does not have to be. 
We got a lot of pe- different cultures. If if it's not a therapist that could speak that language, then we will find a way to communicate because That's right. it's just not fair. And I know how hard it is. I Speaking another language myself and people very much complaining when they come in speaking Spanish and not be able to find someone to speak Spanish, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of us. It's just not here. Like, it's very interesting. It feels like there's a lot of us that speak Spanish, but not really. Because not a lot of us either work with kids or work with certain populations or whatever. Right, we have our own niche. Mm -hmm. So we have our own, um, you know, type of therapy that we do um, that caters to either just kids or or just adults or just those with, you know, bipolar or... So, yeah, you have to be very careful. And that i think is something we can talk about next time is what you would even ask a therapist before you go see them yeah like read profiles please like i love when my clients yeah. call them like i saw this on your profile and i'm like yes yeah, mm-hmm. see you gotta you gotta read the profiles ask for a phone consult before you meet with them exactly. for a full intake let us interview them yes please vet us out because I'll be telling my people, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I will curse. (laughs) I am not your mama. I'm going to be mean when I got to be mean. Like, I'm not a, we're not going to sugarcoat shit. I just don't do that. And I tell them, reality-based, person-centered. No, you don't like it? Okay, bye. Tanya's a no-nonsense badass. I just can't. (laughs) Mental health for me, I just can't imagine me sitting there and you love me and not be safe. But I prefer you to hate me than to be safe. I just, safety for me... Is too serious for me to be like, oh, I just want to be nice to you. Fuck you. You're you're sick? All right, go to the hospital. We ain't playing this shit. Like, no, no. No, no. Yeah. It's just yeah. not safe. I, your life is so important. Even though in that moment it doesn't yeah. feel like it, it really is. And I know, and I know we've talked about this in past ones, and this is going to be always a conversation we can always come to. And there is a lot of selfish, selfish, like, words and conversation around this topic but just take care of yourself like there's Mm -hmm. so much more after this moment right and i know it's so hard to see that light at the end of this very long tunnel but give yourself a chance to talk to someone i mean we put in a lot of hours to get to where we are and it's not easy but we do know that it's worth it and we wouldn't be doing it if we did it at least for me you're worth it oh god absolutely you're worth it so absolutely that's going to be all for today on the podcast here, Mindscape 717. Find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, and also um, email us, Mindscape717 at gmail.com. You know, if you have questions, if you need help, even if it's in a different language, we don't care. We'll figure it out and mm-hmm. find a way to help. Interact with us. Um, send us questions. We'd be happy to to see you. Look at us up on Facebook as well, Mindscape Seven One Seven Group, and um, join us. We look forward to hearing from you. Anyhow, to Bye.